Hey, what's going on? It is episode 289 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. I don't know what your uh, your normal face grooming routine is. Do you use an electric razor or straight razor with your curly mustache, or do you use a regular, <laughs> curly like mustache. the Bic Quattro? I use um, like clippers, like beard trimmers mm-hmm. with a number two. I go against the grain, so it's slightly shorter than a number two normally is. And then I use... A, uh, I don't know what it is. I was just like asking, you, like, what specifically you use. Yeah, I use clippers oh. and then I use a razor to get the you know neck and trim up things. You a know? Current day Giovanni Soto. I, I want like it, it to look like um, who's the guy from Instinct that nobody cared about? Every single one. Maybe you, except for the, I don't, which, isn't that the one that uh, Justin Timberlake was? Chris in? Kirkpatrick. I mean, I don't know, dude. The reason I ask you is because I I usually keep I do the same thing now. I want to clarify something. Your wife is a hairdresser or does hairdressing, right? Does it, yes. Um, A clipper and a shaver, two different things as far as I'm concerned. Mm. A shaver, electric shaver, electric razor would be for shaving and clippers would be for the hair on your head. No? Am I being too persnickety? No, an electric razor is the kind where you're shaving all your hair off, right? It's got those three little circles and you go around and around. See that? I would call that, yeah. uh, Yeah. yeah. And clippers would be... To clip your hair. Uh, yeah, no, this is... We're going to need someone to chime in at some other point. But the well, reason... You know when you say like a guard, give me like a two guard, right? It's like, you know, it is It is clippers for your hair, except for when you buy them for your face, they're smaller, and they only come it's with... a sha- like, electric shaver. No, because I'm not shaving anything. I'm trimming shaving hair. the hair off your face. No, I'm cutting the hair off my face. I mean, if, you're, uh, if you shaving keep the means to remove, yeah, to trim, I, means I, to trim. I have a, a like a, a, a larger beard, so I guess I I would be and a um, wuzzle means to mix. Anyway, my the reason I bring this up is because different things happen, right? If you use the Bic Quattro, you can only do so much damage because if you try to cut long hair with it, anybody who's ever shaved know it's impossible because it would get caught up in your hair. I mean, cut long hair with it. If you have a long beard, you cannot use a regular standard shit quattro. No. With effectively, that's no, not you gotta what you got to get a, fi- a shit cinco. Okay, we're on the same page. Yeah. All right. So, the next thing is, if you have longer hair, you would first start by using a beard trimmer, and you would trim it down to a palatable length, and then you would shave, put shaving cream on, and shave with a regular manual razor. If you clean up your neck, and I don't care if it's a big quattro or a shit quattro or whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, I, need, I decided I one, dude. my, so my, I use an electric razor for because I have longer beard hair and then I trim up the rest with, I still think you're not saying the right word. I trim up the rest <laughs> with a regular razor That's good. and, uh, my rate, my electric razor burnt out and I was like, man, I gotta go get a new one. And then I realized, oh, I have like a bag of old ones that for whatever reason I keep around instead of throwing them away. So let me just try one of those. So I charged one up. I, I put it to my face. I started shaving. Now, this is one where the guard clicks up. Click, 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 down, up, this down. It's an electric one. Yes. And I quickly remembered why I don't use this one anymore because I went from what normally would be like a five guard. And as I pushed it to my face and it was 
shaving, it went, it decided it wanted to be a one guard instead because it doesn't have a removable guard that you switch out. It just, you know, you click it. You rotate it and it extends yeah, out. Or you push it straight up, this one. Okay. So when I push it against my face, it went all the way down to a one guard. And I've told you before how doesn't... my wife and my family don't appreciate the looks that God gave me. So uh-huh. they uh, they approve of and would rather uh, or demand that I have and keep and maintain longer facial hair. <laughs> For Father's Day, they got you a hood. So um, I came out. I immediately screamed, ah! and my daughter came running, and she saw me, and I thought she'd be like, oh, you're okay. What did you do? Stub your toe. But then she also screamed uh, in sheer <laughs> horror and then said, Dad, ugh, ugh, I hate it. And was so upset. And now, uh, then I got in like defense mode. You know, like well, yeah. when, when you make fun of your brother, which is it's cool, but then somebody else makes fun of your brother, then you become defensive yeah. of your brother. I became defensive of my now one guarded face shave. But you still didn't clean shave it off. She you immediately ran. You, you might have, it might as well have. I might as well have done the, you know, burned it off with this a, a, a flamethrower. I did this this morning. This is a two. Yeah. And what right. do you think? What do you think mine would be right now? You're at maybe a two. Okay, so this is a week. Okay, okay. So it it, it was it was it was uh, I it got was, you. It was it looked like uh, a Hessville thirteen year old. Okay, length, you know. Okay, what I'm yeah. So, so real thick mustache. <laughs> she ran downstairs. Told my well, first, her instinct was to tattle on me, like my wife. Like I did something that my wife would be angry about. <laughs> And she she was she she was until she saw it. She's like, it's not as bad as I thought. I thought you took it all the way off. And I'm like, well, I mean, at that point, I might as well have just to start with new hair. You yeah, know but what I'm you saying? you didn't have a beard forever. You were clean shaven for quite some time. Yeah, I was. Yeah, so it's not like something like they're not. Isn't it funny? Like when you start wearing a beard, if that's the verb. When you start wearing a beard, that when you take it off, everyone's just like, oh, geez. And you go, I had this forever. <laughs> you know. Okay, but it's like if you if you look at if you tell someone to draw a person, uh, the average human being uh, with the average amount of, of artistic talent draws a circle, two circles for the eyes, a point for a nose, and then a mouth that either goes straight across or on one side of the face or the other. Then maybe some dots for the beard, and maybe a booger, an eye patch. They don't get real crazy, right? And we all go, yeah, I recognize that as a human. But I do not recognize that as a real human. That's a cartoon human, and yeah. it's really of low quality. What makes what takes it to the next level is a little more artistic ability, yes, but the shading, the contouring, which is what beards and facial hair add. It's also what makeup adds. The same way that when you, you know, the trope of like, hey, I woke up with this chick, uh, and she was wearing makeup when we went to sleep. I met her last night, didn't know her. And now I woke up next to her and her makeup is smeared on the pillow and yeah. <laughs> she doesn't look like she looked last Dude, night. There was a, a, a TikTok video that was getting shared around and it was a, a female who was pretty good looking, right? Look, look like a, you know, like a, I don't know, model-esque mm-hmm. or whatever. And she then shows herself without makeup and all her, um, whatever, the accoutrement off of your mm-hmm. face. And she was like this, like like scary, like oh my god. She had, she, had she to, also take her teeth. Was it the took her teeth t- out? Yeah, <laughs> she took her teeth out too. And then somebody was like, "That's not the same person." So she showed a video of her doing each thing. She started from the bottom. Dude, now she's here. Absolute 
It's absolute. It's a. It might. She might as well be pushing up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. B A B A select. Start with her face. So, so this, this is you know, sometimes my wife will be like, "Yeah, hey, what you said was kind of chauvinistic last week," or you know, uh, and I look at it and I say, "Okay, I this is my my defense to women. When when guys shave their beard and and, and women are like, ah." Uh, even though they've seen you clean shaven before and you've clearly upgraded with a beard, according yeah. to them, and they're like, wow, I really like that beard. You get rid of it and they it wasn't their choice. Just like, you know, guys could be a little less than impressed if their their lady or ladies or whoever is not wearing makeup, less impressed than they would be if they were. Your beard is like your makeup, I guess. Yeah, you or know? like when the girl goes, I decided to get like a pixie haircut. And the guy goes, ah... <laughs> okay. well, do you remember Look at you on Seinfeld where George got the uh, the hairpiece and he was yes. walking around like cocksure now and he's like going into the same uh, diner he always goes into monks and now a chick is like slides the chair over to him and is like interested in him because this this makes the man this new this new look and you can't argue it's the it, waitress way nicer to him yeah it changed it it did it did change the look yeah you know what I mean? It's sad, but true. So um, I realized why I don't use that razor anymore, but I still unplugged it, stuck it back in the bag, and, and put it. Can't I don't know why. This, it? Dude, there's something inside of me. That's it's like this thing works. Yep. Yeah, I, I, here's the thing. I will gladly donate it to somebody else, but I'm also like, F this thing. I need to take it out of circulation. I'm almost afraid to put it in the garbage because I'm afraid a garbage picker will find it and be like, well, this is a really good working razor only to have the same horrific thing happen to them. So not on my watch, bro. I think uh, Adam Sandler has a song on his most recent when he's remember we talked about him starting to do comedy albums again. Yes. He's got a little song about daddy shaved his beard today. That's exactly what you're talking about. Well, this razor in particular is no different than Jumanji. In fact, if somebody wanted to make a movie based on the same idea of Jumanji, they could do the same thing, but use this razor. It's like, we need to take it. We need to bury it. We need to put it somewhere so far away or, you know, now you're into the Marvel movies. So oh, the, like uh, the Tesseract, the Tesseract. Exactly. Yeah. You got to put it in ice. <laughs> you got to go far down. You got to do something with this. I will take, I'm going to take a picture of it and share it. The picture of it on our uh, Instagram and our Facebook account. So people can see this razor and know not to purchase one and put this company out of business. Well, you might even be slightly afraid that if you were to like break it and throw it on somebody, some, somebody would find the parts and be like, Oh, if I put this back together, it's good as new. Well, let me tell you something. It's going to keep coming back in your window. I went to work the next day and I, okay. I still look like me, whatever. I went to work the next day, fully expecting everyone I work with who sees me with a beard all the time to be like, dude, what's up? I'd shave your beard. Nobody said anything. No. In fact, I brought attention to it. I was like, you're not going to say anything about the beard? And everyone's like, eh, nah. Notice anything different about me today, guys? That same night, I went to my daughter's nine-year-old in-house softball team practice. Every nine-year-old girl was like, why'd you shave your beard? How come you shaved your beard? I was like, okay. So <laughs> this is a gender thing. Yeah, I don't think we... Like not like, hey... Good choice on shaving the beard or, you, hey, you still look nice. No, it was, why did you shave your beard angrily? And I'm like, I owe, and none of you anything. Females of all ages they feel, are immediately repulsed by normal face. They, well, once they've seen what you can accomplish with a beard. Yet they all love baby face like, you know, Justin Bieber. Do Sweet they? irony. Little girls. Yeah, but then wait until Justin Bieber gets a beard. It's all over. He's probably had one, though. 
Uh, now he's got dreadlocks and people are all upset because he culturally he does? appropriated dreadlocks. He's got dreads? Yeah. They're like short. They're like, they, I mean, they're like, they don't even go down to his, his oh, shoulder. Oh, white, white dudes can't do that anymore? Yeah. I mean, they never should have. Yeah. Well, no one should, really. I, don't, I, I It's stupid. It's a haircut. It's not culturally appropriate. It's a haircut. It's dumb. Yeah. Well, you mean, well, I mean, people it's do, what happens when you don't wash your hair. Like Bob Marley should do it. His, nah, his are fine. Everyone's are fine or they're not fine. I could care less. It's a stupid haircut. That's yeah. like saying like Mr. T's mohawk is not as cool as Wadi from the Exploited's mohawk. They're both stupid, uh, yeah, but yeah. let live and let live, right? Yeah. An yeah. Afro mohawk or a straight-haired white person hair mohawk, equally stupid, <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. Chuck Liddell, cool mohawk. Everybody else, uh, you know. You gotta make that wrestler who like, uh, who like tattooed flames on his head. Bam Bam Bigelow, <laughs> yeah. also known as yeah, that, the One Man King. That mohawk would be sweet. Speaking of that, uh, in the background yesterday before I went outside to smoke a cigar, I had um, the TV after sitting on for so long and everybody watching their phones and just having the TV as background noise, Pawn Stars came back or came on. And I was like, man, I didn't even know this was still a thing that Pawn Stars was still going because it's like, it's so scripted at this point. But a guy came in and he brought like a a Mick Foley mask and a Mick Foley, like dude love t-shirt. Okay. This is all wrestling related. And Rick, the, the main guy, the, the, the guy who runs the show, he was like, well, I don't have anything to, I don't, you know, I usually have experts to bring in. I can't authenticate this uh, signature. So I, I don't even know what to value this at. And of course, Chumley, the, one of the guys that works there was like, I think I could call somebody. And then, you know, obviously it's like, well, next thing it's going to happen is Mick Foley's going to come bursting through the door. So I was like, this is stupid, whatever. And then I thought, I saw the preview of Mick Foley coming through the door and I told my wife, I was like, give me like five to 10 minutes because I have to, <laughs> now I have to see Mick Foley. And again, I don't like wrestling. You wanted to. I didn't like wrestling since the time I was probably 13, 12, you know, in the eighties, I liked it. I wasn't in the attitude era. I wasn't involved in wrestling, watching it in any way. Okay. I know who Stone Cold is. I know who the rock, I know who the, the players but are. But you right? caught the Mick Foley era? No, I didn't. Okay, that's the attitude. But era. every single thing I've seen, and I've I've seen it here and there, but I didn't sit there and watch it, you know, week after week. Um, and so every time I see Mick Foley on anything, I'm, I'm although he's 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 somewhat difficult to look at. He's not the most attractive human being as far as what uh, norm, you know, the norm is. The guy is such a great dude and such a nice person. I was Seems like, dude, like I. I'm going to give it an extra five minutes just to see what old Mick brings to the Didn't table. did he write books or something? Yeah, and he also dresses up as Santa Claus every year and does like, he does all these charity things. He's just like a, but the guy's a psychopath. Like he had, his wrestling. He had three wrestling personas, right? Yes. He had, well, uh, at least that, that I know of. That's the right word. But he had Dude Love, Mick Foley, and then the guy with oh, the sock puppet. Mankind. Mankind and was the one that had like a he had the Hannibal Lecter. He had, yeah, he had the, the, so Mick Foley. Is his name? I don't okay. know if that's if that gets oh, a persona. Oh, that's just like him. So, dude, love Cactus Jack. Cactus Jack, and then Mankind. And Mankind had that stupid mask, and then he also had like a sock puppet on his hand that he Mankind jammed in people's mouths with the right. sock puppet. But I was try- then I tried to defend my position with my wife. Well, like, he's a great guy, and listen, I don't know much about wrestling, but I do know you know Hell in the Cell. Uh, you know he's on top of a, a cage twenty feet above the arena, and he gets like pile drived from twenty. It's there's. You could call wrestling as fake as you want. Again, not defensing. I feel I shouldn't have to defend why I'm defending wrestling, but I'm going to defend it in this. You should, yeah. There's no faking falling 20 feet 
onto a uh, you know a, a ring made of plywood. It's still quite a physical act. <laughs> it hurts like hell. Yeah. And you know this guy is also wrestling in barbed like real barbed wire, real you know. So it is what it is. But he had an infamous match where he lost a tooth. Well, I think he lost more than one. Well, his maybe he lost a few, but his <laughs> but his teeth. I've seen it on YouTube, but his teeth were like stuck in his hair because his hair was all sweaty. And gross. So it was, like you see it several times. You just see teeth just <laughs> sitting there in his hair. Um, yeah. Wrestling is scripted, but uh, yeah, his well, his teeth were knocked out for real. So I was uh, I was recently listening. I told I told you guys I listened to this uh, this podcast called Talking Sopranos. And there's a scene where. Tony comes to his ex-girlfriend's house. He's all drunk, and he sh- he finds out that Alderman is like dating his ex, this uh, this Russian girl Tony used to date on the side. And he comes there, and he whips the Alderman with a belt. You, do you have you have you seen this? Yes. And the Alderman's like in his underwear, and he's like, "Oh my god, Tony, no!" And he's yeah, crying, and Tony's yeah. like whipping him in front of this chick. Like, I'm gonna show this dude. Like, yeah. What do they call him? A gumar? Yeah. His How, the, the girl is that with an R? Yeah. I think it's R A. However, it's like mozzarella, mozzarella, mozzarella. Yeah, okay. Whatever. So, the bottom line is that guy, the guy who played the actor who played the part of the alderman, was okay. on the podcast, and he was saying that it was written in the script that Tony was supposed to tear this guy's underwear off and beat him while he was buck naked, and the guy was like, "I was mortified because he's like, you know, I'm, uh, nobody wants to do that. It's just embarrassing." And he's like, "I'm 52." And he, yeah, and he's like, "I'm not in the greatest shape." And this the guy was real, and he's like, "I went to David Chase, and I was like, dude, I, I, I'm not doing this. I don't want to do it." And he's like, "Well, it's, it's the script. Like, it, that's what's good." And I guess James Gandolfini, at some point, according to this guy, said like, "Hey, if this dude doesn't want to do it, we ain't doing it that way. We'll make it work a different way." The belt was like made of um, styrofoam. The guy's so like, no, the, unless we see your dork, it, it doesn't like translate. Doesn't and that's work. what the guy was saying. He's like, I don't understand why. That, yes, it's more humiliating, but he's they, they. So they use this belt again. It was made of styrofoam, and he told uh, James Gandolfini, he's like, whip me with this thing as hard as you possibly can, and he did. And he's like, it doesn't hurt. So feel free to waylay me, but I don't need to be naked when you do it. The reason I bring that up is because just like with wrestling, you're like yeah, it's in the script. It, it's scripted, but. I wonder how many times something is in the script where it's like you're going to be pile-drived off of or you're going to be suplexed off of a ladder onto some broken glass where you're like, oh, you know, Vince says. So, you know, how, yeah. how much right of refusal do you have? And I don't want to do a wrestling podcast, but I would like to ask, uh, you know, a handful of people that have been in the industry, like, you know, are you just doing it? Because it's like if you don't, somebody will. I was under the impression that there were certain beats that they had to hit, like almost like a like an improv, improv uh, sort of act. Like we're gonna say about five minutes in, I'm gonna do my big move, and you're gonna do this. Like, but the rest is all sort of like you feel each other out. Like if I throw you in the ropes, you gotta go. It's very improv, right? Like if yeah. if, if I drop with this elbow, you have to pretend like it hurts or, or right. whatever. So uh, I would think as long as you just look forward to that, like. Yeah, but you that's know, whatever the astonishing move is like this giant suplex onto broken glass. When you're doing a ladder match, the idea is they so they have like a I don't know what eight eight foot ladder, and at the top of the ladder, like they have a belt hanging down from the ceiling, yeah. just above the ladder. So the idea is you have to climb the ladder and grab the belt down, and you win the belt. In the meantime, people can knock the ladder over while you're on it, and again, you don't know how you're. You could practice it a million times. Yeah, and this this, this shit is live. Or the guy's real amped up and he kicks it way harder, you know. <laughs> yeah, and then you they're thought. all high on coke and meth. We yeah. know this, not because I'm saying meth it. And I, when I say all, historically, I love to listen to wrestling podcasts. I love to listen to the dudes who were in it when I was young tell stories about like backstage and 
painkillers. And if you've seen The Wrestler, I mean, it's just no secret. Yeah. These guys are asked to do this shit day in and day out, and nobody's by. There's baseball players who are like, oh, you know, they're in an ice bath. If you've seen Major League, like, you know, they're, they're like, it's like, dude, you went out and played baseball. I get it that it's a little bit. Yeah. But you're, you're in somewhat of decent physical shape. And if you remember in the 80s, at least, a lot of the wrestlers, it was like 60% of the wrestlers, 75% of the wrestlers were in good shape. 10% of the wrestlers were in great shape. And everybody else was in like, this guy rolled out of bed and, and yeah. literally was, you know eating a bag of chips before he walked out to the wrestling. Yeah, after he gets the Stone Cold Stunner, he goes back to the Howard Johnson Hotel yeah. with no uh, rehab. So, so what, I guess what I'm what I'm pointing out is is like when you're in good physical shape and you have trainers and we know so much more now, the, re- the recuperation time and, and the muscle rebuilding and all that's probably a lot easier. Back then, it's like, hey, tomorrow we'll be doing that same match where I smashed your head into the announcer's table and then took the bell and busted you across the chops with it. So whatever you got to do to get the right mind space uh, for that to happen, let's make it happen. Yeah. So I don't know how we got here, but I'm glad we did. It always makes sense. But my beard got messed up. This has happened to me 10 times in my life, and it's why I, I, I don't play games with the beard. A lot what, of times no, I just... What happened to your original one that you use? The it, one just, that... it just died after 10 years. You still haven't thrown that other one out yet? I, I kept it like I told you because <laughs> I want to make sure. But I did I did uh, I did move it aside and, and I've made a mental note and it will be it will be destroyed or hidden somewhere where it cannot do any more damage. But I know there's other ones out there with the same make you and can, model. Uh, bequeath it to your son. No, and he can screw up his beard. <laughs> no, you know what? There's other ones out there that'll do the same thing. You I have like can... five electric razors that are just sitting in a bag that I don't know why. Like somebody else got me one and I was just like, oh, I'll try this one. I took my dad passed away. I took my mom's like, here, have his razor. I'm like, okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't know. So I tried to uh do a science experiment and bring You go, back you go like son beard hair, but son, you can screw up the length of your beard as my father before me. <laughs> yeah, right. And his father before him. Right. We've been screwing up our beards with this razor here since there, you well, you you had mentioned again on Facebook, and I know we talked about it on the podcast about the money spent on male grooming, and my wife was saying, "Oh, well, she sent me uh, a picture of some Marvel based, like Marvel comic based, like uh, 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 shaving creams and soaps." And she's like, "Oh, better like this." I was like, "No, I think he means like male grooming, like like shaving your your nether region well, or your back, or more so than just regular." I've talked before. Shampoo and conditioner. I've talked before. I do that. I mean, specifically Manscaped. Right. That company. Because I've talked before about how, like, it sort of bothers me that I know everyone's like, hey, man, get your money, dude, whatever. You know what I mean? They're trying to make it in this business. Like, hey, I don't fault anybody. I do. I fault them. Don't talk about your balls in your commercials. (laughs) Don't do that. Can't you, can we go, can we hearken back to a simpler time when you would elude Remember that? Remember? All right, this is gonna be gross. But you remember that old commercial where the, the it was famous because the lady was like, "You ever have that not so fresh feeling?" Two girls walking down the beach. Yeah, and it was funny, but we knew what was, what they were saying and at the time. That felt like pushing the envelope a little bit. Now there's some guy with a ridiculously stupid looking beard comes on my computer 14 times a day and goes, "Hey man, you gotta do something about your balls, bro." And I'm like, "What? Get out of it!" So <laughs> what are you doing? Like it feels it feels uh, very invasive. So I kept seeing. Everywhere, manscape, 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 and I was like, they spend so much on advertising; those things have to cost four cents to make. That's all I can think of. So I brought this up to my wife, and she goes, 
I think it's the algorithm. She goes, you must have stopped at Manscaped and looked a bunch of times. And they must have hooked you in with their, hey, fix your ball speech. And so now you're getting it all the time. And I go, yeah, maybe, but... I was like, going to say, because I've never looked at it and never seen one of those ads. You've never seen Manscaped? I've, yeah, I've, seen, I've seen the ads, but it doesn't, like, uh, it's fleeting. I don't have it come up all the time like you're saying. You so maybe Not, she's right. May, maybe you're saying that just, just to make a point, but I don't think you are. It's, I think no, that I'm she's not. probably a, a, a little right. It's, it's, I don't stop on and go, hey, this Manscaped, I've never purchased sure. it. I don't. Have you, cons- have you, have you went to the website, put it in your shopping cart, and then decided not to buy no. it? No. I, I don't I don't maybe that, you, you've said enough. Maybe I don't think I certainly it's not uh, it's not a hot button issue for me. I did that with these. I did that with those stupid soaps where it was like Sasquatch soap or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And but they have uh, a super hot chick go like, I love the smell. This oh, pine. It smells like a fine Dude, cologne. They find the hottest chick they can. And they go, if my man smelled like this, there's no telling what I do to him again. Go, anybody, okay. anybody that wants to feel free to go back and find the episode where I bought my first. I told Ben where I bought my first suit. And the men's warehouse was <laughs> oh, stocked, yeah. chock full of, of beautiful ladies who admitted I walked out of the, the, the changing room, could, could not fawn over me more, and they upsold me like $1,100. I think I bought three suits. Well, that's, that's what I told my, uh, my wife. She's doing real estate now, right? She's into that. And I go, you're, you're a pretty hot-looking chick, right? So you go into the house. I go, try as much as you can. I know you can't control everything. When you're selling a house to a like a man under forty, especially if he's like, you know, he's got his got a new career, he's a couple years in, he's been saving money, he wants to he wants to get this this cool bachelor pad. I go, you just go down there and you go, you look this this house looks great. I can see you throwing killer parties. I go, that's all you gotta do. It's the same as a suit. Are you gonna be picking out her outfits too? Yeah. I mean, it depends on how much the house is. Something costs. with a plunging neckline. Yeah, if if you have a hot looking chick show, say like this you this house is you. You can have the best parties. You'd be so cool. You 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 you. Look how good that suit looks on you. And they go, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Why not me? We were cool. Sign here. I agree that they will buy the house. I also believe that men are low-brained for the most part when it comes to stuff like that. Uh-huh. And they're gonna be like, this chick is clearly into me, so I'm going to make my first move because I don't want to miss out on this opportunity. Yeah, we'll so have to give her. Why a taser don't you? Yeah, why, why don't you dial that back a little bit? Or send yeah. her with some sort of security, like a stripper would come with. Like a Rambo knife in her purse. <laughs> like I said, when they send a stripper to your house, like and an they escort, send the, yeah. the, the dude with her. A bouncer? Yes. Yeah, exactly. she needs a bouncer. Exactly. I guess me. I'd have to do that. Dang Better be it. careful. Don't listen to Ben. Yeah, but but um, but um, Manscaped is also, like, they were sponsoring podcasts. They were they were on in UFC fights. Mm-hmm. They were saying, like, Manscaped on the floor, like, covered in blood while the guy's getting pummeled. <laughs> So it's not, I guess I probably did stop it. I think every probably person a, who's seen it stopped and said, what is this? Terrible Why visual. Why are they talking about balls? Manscaped with blood smeared all over it, probably. Yeah. Not the best visual. But I guess, you know, any publicity is good publicity. But I still think that they should class it up a little bit. I, I'm, dude, I'm turning in, I, I am getting older, right? But I'm turning into this old guy now where I'm getting offended by people with lack of, like, class or grace. Mm-hmm. Is that just how it starts? They get off my lawn shit? Uh, the more stuff that you, the more stuff you work hard to acquire, the more respect that you have for the work that you put in to acquire that. And then you just go to everybody else. Like why you don't fix your shit, man. I think get get in step, do the right thing. Uh, put the time and effort into raising your children, keeping your property clean, be kind to your neighbors, be, be, uh, conscious of the fact that the, the way your house looks affects your neighbor. 
yeah. and their house and the way that you your children um, show up and act affects the way other people's children show up and act and yeah. how people get frustrated because you're not correcting your children's behavior and now they're like well, my kids aren't acting that way and now they don't want to hang out with you because your kids are act, act like animals you know what I mean? It's yeah so I just like, don't want to be part of the problem but not only that it's it's not personal stuff and it's not my family it's like the, I think I, I think I think as I've put in maybe moral ethical work as I've tried to be a better person and then like every pop song has like four F words in it now. And I'm just like, what? you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a little obvious. It's like right? a losing, losing battle. Yeah. It just feels, it feels a little, um, desperate. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But it, but it's, I mean, it's this transition of I'm starting and, to like, I'm starting to like, like Hey, fix your, well, get your act together. Also buddy. our culture is saying like, it, it, it's no longer, it's taboo now to be, conservative and I'm not talking about politically it's it's taboo this generation makes it taboo for you they're like okay gramps okay boomer yeah boomer for for, <laughs> yeah. for you to be like hey let's dial it back a little bit and get back somewhere into the middle um again not politically just like as far as being a good being a good normal human being so when Andrew Dice Clay was a thing or you know people of that ilk it was like oh my god you know because he was an outlier now we're the outliers, right, right? You know, and it's it's flipped on us, and we're like we are meant we are uh, supposed to feel bad for wanting back like traditional values, and it's like f tradition, f values. Yeah. It's like, well, then what? Well, but we with- can't all be Andrew Dice Clay because then what is shocking is conservative views, and it's not that it's not fun and exciting. So what? Yeah. Now what? You know what? It's just snitches on the beaches, of course. Yeah. Everybody has Maybe that's what you everybody said. has stars on their belly, <laughs> and now they don't. Just look that book up. No, but yeah, it is like in 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 order to to just be like, yeah, what we're doing now is the best for sure. The way we do things now is the best, which is a younger person's like short sighted view. It's to a hundred percent just um, devalue and not acknowledge any of the things that got us here. You know what I'm saying? Not like all the old ways are. Of course, not every old way is great, but like to throw all of them out because you go, we don't do that anymore. It's like, oh, we don't mow our lawns anymore. Though. We don't like tell our kids not to drop F-bombs in Aldi anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, if parents are are driving around and listen, I mean, you remember there's a scene in uh, Office Space. Everybody's seen it. Everybody, everybody's seen Office Space. Everybody knows the scene where Michael Bolton uh, is driving to work. Not, not, the, not the singer, the character. Yeah. And he is in gridlock traffic, and he's listening to Ghetto Boys. <laughs> yeah. And he's jamming out, you know, enjoying himself. And a man of color is walking up, I think maybe selling newspapers or like roses on the expressway. And he sees him, and he's like embarrassed because he's a white dude listening to like black hardcore rap. Yeah. And so he immediately turns the music down because he's like this nerdy white dude. And then the guy passes, and he turns the music back up. Yeah. Like, yeah, what up? I feel like that is uh, that everybody's made to feel that way now. It's like, oh, I have to be embarrassed because I like this, or I have to be, you know, I have to be concerned. Unless what you do is, um, well, it'll never be, it'll never be that for you or me. Uh, And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to to ask people to feel bad, but like if you're if you're a white dude above forty. It's like, hey, everything you do is stupid it's and wrong lame. and yeah. you're ignorant. <laughs> and, you super know, lame. And I'm not saying any of that is incorrect, but I'm just, I'm just pointing out the fact that, like, if I feel bad going to get coffee at like a legit coffee place because if I order something, like I, I don't know, man. They, they can, they just black coffee is the only thing I can order and still feel manly at all. And then it's like, if you order the black coffee, a lot of these places might be like. 
you know, Hey, we, we have baristas here who are like trained to make these like amazing drinks. And you're going to come in here and order a black coffee. You troglodyte, like go, go make some folders, <laughs> you know, hit the road. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that is what it is. I might've said three different things, uh, that counteracted each other there, but I'm not really sure. Speaking of judging, how come, okay. You know, like when someone says to you, Oh, they have a, a little man complex or whatever. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Why are you asking me that? You're the only one here. Oh, okay. What, is, what does that mean? See? That I, guy, that's the appropriate response, I think. I, I take that to mean that because you are small in stature, you feel the need to peacock or act in a certain act bigger than you are to compensate for your physical size. Same thing as the small weeder complex. When you see a, a dude, a white male with a giant truck, it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, what are you trying to cover yeah, up? That's like the... Tiny, <laughs> tiny Johnson. Yeah. Right. All right. How come... And then you wear a big Johnson shirt... To show that that is not the case. Yeah, and you talk about it all just the time. to clarify. Like, like, I'm gonna guess what I'm gonna do with this thing. I'm gonna. <laughs> you've never seen nothing like this before. Well, I was thinking about a little man complex. And I don't know why. I think I was analyzing myself or something, and I was like, "How come in today's culture of like, hey, don't put people in a box or don't actually they do." Like, well, hold on real quick. Little man, just to, just to be completely clear, little man complex is about being short. Is it not about being thin? Or wafy, it is about being short, specifically. Yeah, because you could be you could be ripped at five six or you know five Mm -hmm. eight, and people will still be like, okay, little man. (laughs) It's about height. It's about height. It's about height. Okay, how come? Like, there's no problem with that. And I'm not particularly short. Like people can be prejudiced. People are allowed to be prejudiced against little guys. (laughs) Yeah, people. It's it's it's. Oh, this guy's got a little man complex. I I started thinking. I go, what? Why is this okay? And I go, well, because I don't. Who really cares, right? It's fine. And then I go, but you can't go like, oh, that girl's got a fat girl complex. Try that. <laughs> right. Try going like, oh, she's angry because she's a big. I mean, gal. we say that in our head, but we we definitely don't. Your you're not head, allowed though, to say that out loud. Yeah. Right? How come if you're a short dude, it's like, hey, he already wishes <laughs> he was taller. Now you're gonna shit on him more. Like I don't understand that. I just actually saw a, a TikTok video where. It was it was it was re it was stitched a million times by a bunch of different people. But the, the the big the first part of it is, it's like a liberal white female ultra progressive, and she's saying something like, "If you've even thought of the n word in your head, you're a racist." And then obviously people <laughs> yeah. take that and they they add their thing to it. No different, right? <laughs> right. Because it's like, oh, if you've ever looked at a person and been like, "Well, they're fat," well then obviously you thought are crimes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thought crimes are tough. Well, I'm I'm watching Captain America. Right, because yeah. I'm in this Marvel universe now. He's this little dude. Nobody likes him. They're like, "Screw this guy. He sucks." <laughs> no, he was actually still a really good guy, right? Yeah, but he like, was, they didn't like him because I'm assuming because he was in the military and he was they're like, "He can't do much because nah, he's like a nerd." Yeah, but they were just super mean to him. He was little, but he still had this courageous heart or whatever. Mm. He's this little dude, but it's just so unfortunate. And I was like, "Well, that doesn't work for for guys. It's okay to do that. You can't say." Like, what other shortcoming that someone has that they cannot help do we go like, oh, oh, this guy's got his whole, like, low IQ complex. It's like, yeah, because he's not that, you know what I mean? Well, probably what I got. I I enjoy watching college softball. Um, I have my daughter come down and watch it. I'm just like, hey, check this out. Watch this. See how they're doing this. And you'll see a a college-aged woman on the softball team be 6'1". And you can't help yourself be like, that is a huge <laughs> lady. A, she's got a big girl complex. That is a huge lady. And everybody that's in her wake better get the F out of her way because she's probably throwing 
170 miles an hour because when you're that close to firing a softball at like 30, whatever, whatever the distance is between the mound and the plate, which I should know because I'm a coach, uh, it's moving pretty goddamn quick. And then you're like, she's hulking. And if you have like a Noah Syndergaard who, when he steps forward off the mound on a softball field would be, would already cover half the distance with his legs. (laughs) Just stretching out his wingspan. Dude, it's intimidating and it's scary and frightening for me. And I'm watching it on TV. So I make, yes, I do the same thing. Also, when I see the big chug come up to bat, I'm like, ooh, she's going to hit a bomb. You better stay away from the inside. Right, Um, right. That's what people do. Yeah, but you, but you think it, but but it's not like... If, oh, I see. I, I, like, I, depending like, like <laughs> if, on okay, who's around. So say this gargantuan that's on the mound. Right. Say, say this girl's 6'3", and she's just built big because her... Big yeah. Papiana. Yes. <laughs> Mom and dad were both big. She's big. Say she wants to go to the college, whatever dance they have. Right. Public school educated over here. Whatever they have, she goes to that, and she puts a dress on. And say it's like, uh, I don't know, say it's a particular dress that stands out. People would not open... Like a Lizzo-style dress stand out, or... What was the one that Jennifer Lopez wore that that was so famous? It, had, it was a green one. It had, yeah. like, a plunge or yeah. whatever. Okay. The one that... Uh, but you're saying, like, over, the overly sexual. Yeah. Just say it's... Or just, I don't... Slinky, whatever the okay. word is, right? People will not openly go, oh, she's got a big girl complex. She's trying to look feminine. Right. She's trying to go against her nature and be all feminine and people don't say that right you wouldn't go like like hey enough with the makeup we get it you're a girl no too. but you think but that they, but, but with you the, think that i think that everybody everybody in the entire no, world don't. judges i'm not saying it's wrong but you would look at it and, and you would make some judgment no i'd make it, i would make a judgment but i wouldn't go like look at her trying to fit I, I might be like well, it's got to be tough to pull that off. It's right. going to be tougher. So that you but are I, making the judgment. Yes, I am. But I wouldn't go to everybody. Sure. Hey, you're overcompensating for the fact sure. that you look like a lumberjack sure. and you're putting a dress on. It's a bit much. Right. But we, but with a little, you know, with a short guy, it's like, hey, 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 hey. It's like, no, no. His buddy's going to get into a bar fight. He doesn't want to leave him. It's like, hey, hey, little man. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. No, hundred percent. But this is this is one thing that, um, and it goes across uh, cultures too. It I, doesn't matter what color you are. You you have a little man simplex. I personally don't think it's wrong to be out front and honest about this. At least everyone I know, and yes, I'm from the Midwest. I've lived here my whole life. I'll die here, um, not by choice, but. <laughs> I will tell you that every person I've interacted with, male, female, when it comes down to it and you get close enough to people, people let you in on their inner thoughts and everybody feels and thinks the same way to an extent. You have you have some judgment. If you're paying attention, I heard this before, if the first step to know that you're listening to somebody is like when you're actually listening, you are making a judgment on every statement they make, good, bad, or indifferent. You are evaluating what they're saying and you're making a judgment based on your beliefs, right? So if you're telling me about, hey, I think the White Sox are great, but I, I do not like Tony La Russa, I would go, okay. Immediately, I would go, well, what do I know about him? Why, why, you know, do I think he's good? Do I think he's bad? Do I agree with your assessment? All those things should be happening. If, if that's not happening, that means someone's looking at their phone while you're talking to them. Because if you're having a conversation, you are judging every single statement and evaluating it and determining how you're going to respond to it, right? That's how we communicate. Yeah, we call that thinking. So if me and you and our wives, whatever, (laughs) are are sitting there watching at a movie theater and we all see the same thing presented on the screen, okay? Something that's just... 
for the purposes of the movie being funny, it's, it's presented. We all make a judgment on that. Now, do we choose to share that? I don't know. Do we choose to share it in a filtered way because we don't want people to judge us? Okay, that, that's determined by the individual person. But we all make a value judgment. Some of us go, oh, that's cool. Some of us go, that's not cool. Or like you said, ooh, it's going to be tough to pull off. Mm-hmm. So I just think that, that people just need to be real. It's like, hey, you may not like that this chick decided to shave all her hair and be bald. But it's not for you to like or not like. You could you could say what you want or have your if you're smart, you just keep your opinion to yourself. But we all make a judgment. When we see a, a a woman that looks a certain way or a dude that looks a certain way, a short man, a tall man, whatever, we're all we all put ourselves up against that person. That's human nature. And yeah, I, I, I so. defy anybody who says differently. Yeah. You could say differently. I, I would defy and, it. And if you're as that. crazy, if you're as crazy as us, you get in a room and you immediately go, "All right, if it all went down, which one of these guys could I kill to get out of here?" I well, not just that, but I also get in a room and I immediately go, "I I try to not only point out the elephant in the room. I like to grab him by his tusks and wrestle him down in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah, I like to make it so uncomfortable. Not because well, I like to see people squirm, but at the same time, I also like to just be like, let's let's just be real here." And let's just get this out of the way so there's not a lot of awkwardness. And once it's it's out part of, the of my way. personality, right? <clears throat> I, I saw a movie a long time ago, and you probably know what movie it is, where a guy is out on a first date with a chick, and he's like five minutes into the date, and he's like, hey, let's just kiss now. And the chick's like, well, what do you mean? He's like, let's just get it out of the way so that way at the end of the date, we're not cons- we, we know the date is wrapping up, and we're not considering am, how am I going to do this? It's nerve-wracking. And if we kiss now, that part of the... And again, it's a famous movie. Everybody knows it. I just can't think it of it. It sounds familiar, and I like the idea. But I had already... By the time I saw this movie, I was already probably married or whatever. But I thought to myself, I would. this is something I would attempt to try, would hope that I could do. Yeah. And just be like, hey, if everything's going great, middle of the date. I'm not saying like the minute you say, hey, get it. I'm meeting you after not having known you. Let's kiss. But what I am saying is if you know everything's going great, you might propose that and just say, let's let's just get the awkwardness out of the way. What better idea is there than that? And you know right then or there. Hey, if if the chick's not feeling it or whatever, and you don't have to be a creep yeah. about it. I'm saying this you should movie go like, hey, we should we should bang in the janitor's closet now, just in case. <laughs> this movie was romantic in nature, and it wasn't meant to be creepy. And that scene wasn't creepy; it was no, actually I, endearing nice and like idea. sweet. So yeah. whatever, God, it's a nice idea. I you like know. it. So I would uh, ruin it, of course, but I like the idea. It's a very good idea. Yeah, it'd be like if somebody said that, you'd be like, I'm not saying like with tongue. I mean, oh, what is like, that? I, I don't know. I know that movie too. I but I would like overanalyze seen... the situation. But I think on the face of it, it's almost nice to walk in there. If you see someone at a Halloween party wearing something that is ridiculous, I would be the first one to point it out and be like, dude, that costume is, yeah. what's up with that? And then we laugh and we move on from it. You know? Well, it takes a little bit of the tension off of it, like you said, for sure. It does. And that's what I'm all about is taking tension away from situations. <laughs> By adding tension, you're removing tension. Now, my son in the last week applied for and was hired. This is the not that he's better than anybody else, but the fact is, is every place is hiring because the government decided to pay more money for people not to work. Yeah. So now these businesses are like, dude, we're taking all comers. Like if you at least have one leg, um, and you are willing to show up to work around the time you're scheduled to start and yeah. you're hopefully going to stay the entire shift, we'll have you. If you promise to seriously consider coming in. Yeah. Uh, so he got a job at a grocery store 
and the same grocery store I had, I will call it my first job. I actually worked at Burger King first for five or six months. Dude, this is the perfect time to hand on your razor. Be like, you're going to be the job I was at and my father before <laughs> me take this razor. Well, uh, this is interesting. Because he went to work the very first day and this grocery store chain allows, uh, I don't know if they encourage, but they allow the patrons to tip. Can he wear an earpod all day? I assume so, yes, because I've seen other people do it. But he's of the mindset, like, that's unprofessional. Now, my kid is very outgoing and overly friendly and wants to... He is like my mom. There's always these people, usually one in every relationship, that everywhere you go makes friends with everybody. Everybody knows a person like this. He's that guy. He'll stand there and bag groceries, and I guarantee people are like, and this kid's just, I want to be left alone. The the bagger's (laughs) like, how was your day, ma'am? How are you, sir? You know, he, and it's, he's not Eddie Haskell. He is genuinely just a sweet, nice kid who. He's like, you know, the the fallacy of that. You can't put eggs at the bottom. It's actually, (laughs) ma'am, eggs are uh, uh, surprisingly strong in integrity. You can put a lot of that. I wouldn't go canned goods, but she's like, all right, uh, kid. I don't know that he's involving any science, but he is doing the nicety (laughs) thing. And so the very first day he worked five hours and he got $25 in tips. Now this is including the hour Wow. half hour to hour worth of uh, sh- being shown around the business before he and shown how to bag groceries before he was cut loose. So he might have only been three hours on the floor. Um, I think he said four hours, like, like four. But either way, some people... That's going to be close to his hourly wager. I, when he came home, he had a money clip with his money in it, like a magnetic money clip. And I said, how much are you making tips? And he said, I don't know. So I took it and I said, let me count it. You go, this was my father's money he clip had, before me. He had three <laughs> $5 bills in there for taking out groceries what do you say? Seventy yards from the front of the store to so the, the parking lot. So the moral is, bad groceries in the <laughs> nicest neighborhood possible. Well, uh, I I told now he only makes seven twenty five an hour. That's minimum wage currently in the state. Okay, they still haven't bumped it. Seven twenty five, closer to um like ten. No, seven twenty five, where he works. Now I did some quick math. Um, I'm not just stay silent for a second because I'm going to throw out some statistics here. Um, not very many. But I am going to tell you that the place I get coffee, my favorite place to get coffee on the run, Coffee Cabin in Cherville, Indiana, it costs around $5 for a large black coffee, okay? What? He makes seven twenty-five an hour. And when he works an eight-hour day, that's roughly, before taxes, $58 that he made for an eight-hour day of bagging groceries for people and people are obnoxious. That's a long day. I would say one out of 10 people is nice. Everyone else is either impartial or, you know, a complete asshole. Um, and I did this job, so I know. So in order to get a, what, what do we have here? A two, a two cheeseburger meal, a meal, which means two cheeseburgers, a drink and a a fry at McDonald's is four eighty nine right now, currently. So you're talking about, you worked, uh, an hour to get two cheeseburgers, okay? Well, you okay. could go to Aldi and you know, bring your lunch or whatever, but I would argue, and I know what as a kid, my mom never made my lunch. Uh, I never brought lunch. I never thought about it. Um, so I worked at the grocery store, and on my lunch hour, I would go buy something from the grocery store. Stupid. You'd have to drive. Because you're, you're cutting into your profit. No, I mean, I'm at the grocery store already. Oh. I'll just buy something on my break. I'll go get a quick pop. I'll go over and get a... A couple of chicken legs from the from the you know yeah, from yeah. the meat department or deli or whatever. That's not stupid. Um, it is stupid because you're cutting. I didn't make five or seven twenty five when I worked there. I probably made five fifteen or five twenty five. Well, so the, now imagine the meal was also two bucks. Okay, but my wife has considered. Oh, and then a big what was it? A Big Mac meal 
uh, five ninety nine for the Big Mac meal. One Big Mac meal is more money than you than you make, uh, or just a little less than you make for a full hour's worth of work yeah, with tax. Um, so now he's starting to understand very quickly, like you know what it costs to actually go to these fast food restaurants, which people consider, ah, oh, it's cheap. It's fast food. It's not. It's not really that cheap. When you only make seven twenty five an hour, six bucks roughly with tax for a one hamburger, a medium fry, and a drink, it's not that cheap. This poor kid wants to take a girl to the movies. That's what it's I'm saying, dude. Done, bro. So you're now you're a working man. Now imagine if your parents are like, well, I'm not gonna, you know, we'll pay for your insurance, but you have to buy your own car. Fine. Even if they pay for the car and the insurance, but they make you pay for gas. What's gas now a gallon? I don't know. A lot. Yeah. (laughs) A lot. Three bucks? So now, beside just having enough gas to drive back and forth to work, how are you going to to go on a date? Uh, Like, uh, I guess what we would consider a date. You know, a movie, dinner. You got to do that teenager thing, dude. You got to be like, let's go and hang out at McDonald's. Yeah. Like, split a fry and kick it for a while. It's, it's, it's... I am very against, like, what what do they want, $15 for minimum wage? I was like, that's a little crazy. Yeah. But now that I, I think about it as an adult and I, and I decide, I, I know what I make an hour, I know what my wife makes an hour, and I know my son have, would have to work like 400 hours to, to make what an adult makes, in a, you know, a job that would require more than entry level. There's got to be some, there's got to be, we got to move the needle a little bit more. You're thinking right? you want to hike now. I'm, 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 I'm changing my bit. mind because there's some adults that are, you know, single moms or, or moms that decide, Hey, I need to go back to work. They are married and their kids are starting to go to school and they're just like, I need something to, to sort of help out. And they're doing these jobs making minimum. If you're doing a job making minimum wage, there's no way you could survive. Yeah. I'm I'm no economist, man. So I'm not going to weigh in heavily, but I I mean, I'm not weighing in heavily. (laughs) Oh, I, well, I just, I, I'm leery of it because I'm stupid, but like, People go like, if you hike everything up, everything will go up. I, I believe that will happen. Sure. But also, it seems like they either go fifteen dollars an hour, or they're like seven. Right. Why is That's no, what I'm why saying. is nobody like, hey, nine fifty might be like a good. You know what I mean? Like, well, there's some other grocery stores. Like I worked at Jewel as well at uh, some point, and they do not allow their employees to take tips. So now you take that out of the equation as well. But uh, some people I've talked to are telling me like, oh, I don't give the carry out. Any, I don't give them a tip for that. If someone's carrying out your groceries, give them a tip, you cheap bastard. And I'm not talking about my kid, anybody. I don't care. Well, that's if why it's I a bu- always go dude, like, it's a hey, buck. Don't, don't do that. Like, I'll do it. Right. If I don't you really want to tip you. I also don't need your help, though. But why would you tip somebody for bagging your groceries when you're not given the choice by the store? The store is like, we have a bagger. You're standing there. He's bagging the shit. If he's doing it, then you got to pay him. But 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 yeah. I'm even saying you don't. I'm saying if you're not given the choice by the store and the dude's standing there bagging, he gets an hourly rate. But like you, if you want to be cheap and you don't want, or you're like, I don't really need you to carry my groceries out and it's I don't weird. want to give you the dollar. I got a person walking by me. You could tell the carry out, I don't need you to carry it out. Just bag it up. Because you're doing that anyway. That's you're getting so paid they, for that. They, did I give him a buck for bagging? I would not give a buck for bagging. Okay. Once the guy starts walking your stuff out, and you open the trunk and stand there and watch this dude put the stuff in your car, which you could easily do. Which is why I don't want him to do that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. I have no problem with that either. But like, who are you? And I know, again, it was a long time ago, but I would remember elderly people even way back in the early 90s would give me 50 cents and they'd be like, oh, go, or a quarter. And they'd go, oh, buy yourself half a Coke. And they thought they were being funny and they thought they were being generous by giving me a quarter. And I was like, dude, it's, it's insulting. Like what, and what I know I'm a, <laughs> yeah. a, a kid, 
Right. <laughs> but like, dude, right, right, right. I carried out your groceries, which you are more than capable of doing. You're the the benefit is you get like the store is allowing or making uh, carryouts available, so it's a convenience. Yeah. We this is where we dis- this is this is I'm gonna I'm gonna come right out and say this. This is how you determine whether or not you should tip. If you are given an added convenience that you normally wouldn't get and you don't need, that's when you give somebody a tip. Yeah. So you I don't go- really need the waitress to get my food at a restaurant. I'll just tell me it's up and I'll come get it. If they rang the bell and they said order up for Ben and for your family, you'd walk up there, grab a tray and bring it to your table. Yeah, and then easy. you'd be like, good, I don't have to spend any more money. The fact that someone keeps coming back to your table and saying, hey, did you need more water? Did you need another beer? Right, right. Without you having to flag them down, that's why you give a person a tip because they're going out of their way for the hospitality. I still think it's an unbelievable scam by restaurant owners over oh, the sure. world across. So I took a picture, my wife on the, on my son's second day yesterday was his second. It was a full eight hour day. He only gets two 15 minute breaks. Okay. For eight hours, for eight hours. Uh, and she, she was like, Hey, this is the best way to do it. Um, take your lunch. He walked and she, he had a sandwich. He just makes a sandwich, right? Like two pieces of three, four pieces of Turkey on bread and puts it in a bag. And she's like super offended by like, that's not, that's not a lunch. And I go, Every dude immediately when someone like if it were me, I would have put two pieces of bologna, maybe mustard if I was feeling a little uh, feel good, feeling good, and that would be my sandwich. She's like, no side items, no chip, no pop. I'm like, dudes don't think that way. Like especially when you're a young kid, it's like I just gotta eat, and my job it's I'm there to consume food enough to give me energy to get back out there to continue, so I don't get yelled at by my boss. Yeah, yeah. I don't even want to be on break because when I'm on break, I'm watching the clock, making sure that I'm not one. I get back to where I need to be before I get in trouble. Especially my kid. I was cut from a different cloth. Now the store he works for, I'd been written up, and I was the worst employee that ever walked through those doors. Without a doubt, I would get a dollar tip in the parking lot. I would see another carry out with a dollar tip. I carried a deck of cards with me and I would say, let's pull high card, your dollar and my dollar. And whoever pulls the highest card of the deck gets both dollars. You gamble for, oh, because you both carry? Yeah, I saw, yeah, we're both carry outs. Oh. So if I, if I, we were both walking back after we delivered the groceries to the person's car, okay. I'd be bro, did you get a tip? Yeah, I got one too. Want to play high card? Absolutely. Now, I cheated. And so I would know to lay one down every now and then. Very but, sneaky. Yeah, of course. And so I would double my tips. But what happened is, is eventually several customers were like, I just gave this guy a tip. And then he turned around and he lost it to this other guy who gambled right in front of me. You guys gambled? Oh, I would, uh, dude, it became so blatant. I was just like, hey, (laughs) I would literally, the person wouldn't even be in their car. They'd be like, hey, do you want to put that dollar up against my dollar? I always, I I would go like, no, of course I don't. I always had some kind of hustle going up, but you could make two. And every now and then I would lay one down and you would make two. Now with your deck of cards. No way. Well, it is what it is. There was always some, they always had to call me back to the front. My primary job was to bag and take out groceries but i would disappear into the store because just like now it's the store is all just teenage majority teenagers and they a lot of them went to different schools so it was new kids different a lot of girls and so you're always looking for opportunities to get while you're being paid to not actually do work yeah and instead you know yeah, hang out they do stupid shit Joke around, yeah so whether it is throw uh bottles of glass ketchup into the baler or uh you know yeah. smash things that shouldn't be smashed or throw things into the compactor that don't belong in the compactor find drive fork trucks open and eat it yeah whatever whatever yeah. Be my oh this is damaged i'd be like a trash panda so 
Uh, but it's funny because my kid is just cut from a completely different cloth. Where he would he would probably tell on the person who did. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, that's, he would. He, it's just not it's not his way. But um, I would say to anybody out there, the grocery store is the best entry level job for a teenager because there's so many different things you could be doing. You could be cleaning the bathroom. You could be moving carts in. You could be care- there's so many different opportunities to stave off boredom. It's like hey, we need you to collect all this all the trash we need I don't you know, to man. take those, the cardboard and it's clean you don't come out you don't have zits from the grease that's true you know fast food's tough and fast food everybody gets fat that works there for the most part yeah i did is. that too so i did i did that i didn't work at a supermarket i worked several fast food places. no no i worked at kfc that was it it was super gross yeah it was super duper i have to imagine Oh, dude, just Grease big in the air. bags full of wings. You got to put them in these baskets in the deep fryer and just like... Is the air quality at a KFC better or worse than the air quality in North Hammond or Whiting? It was in a KFC in Hammond. <laughs> so, dude, Like right outside the oil oh, refinery. It's like... What's worse, inside or outside then? It's a, I mean... Uh, in, inside, at least it smells delicious mm, sometimes. Yeah. Gross, And everything's not brown. Yeah, outside is like... Well, I guess it's chicken. So this it is. is bad quality and it doesn't smell good. No, it's super gross. I thought it was the greatest job I ever had. And if I could go back into... People always ask me with my current job, they're like, if you could go back in time, would you do it all over again? And I, my answer is this. If I could go back in time, that means that I would be... And I would also not be like Marty McFly stays the same age. When he goes back in time, he doesn't get younger. In order for this to go off the way I needed it, I would have to be the same age I was when I started. And I would redo it all again in that era as the young me. I, but dude, I would not I go back as the adult me and start from scratch again. Hell no. I can't understand what you're saying because I've tried to watch the movie Tenet twice and I still have no idea what it is. I don't know about. what that is. What is it? The movie Tenet? Yeah. I don't it's Christopher Nolan's latest one. Anytime I figured this out about, well, you also shouldn't like drink beers while you watch complicated movies. That makes it tough too. But uh, anything, even Back to the Future is pushing the limits of my IQ level. <laughs> like, I you don't understand the space time continuum. Dude, anytime a movie has time travel, I just have to go, yeah, I guess they're right. I don't know. Like, I never, ever even kind of understand it. Like, neither, neither did they. It's they're like, yeah, you go back and like you talk to yourself, but here's why it makes sense. Because, see, you already knew that you were going back. So you came back and intercepted the you, and it's like, I, the, okay, The dude. basic principle, let me lay this out for it's you. Like, is I really like Dumb and Dumber. If you go back in time, you have to be very careful on what event you change alter or get involved in because every event so basically saying people's fate uh is determined by the options that are you presented alter the course of history yeah. yeah but then there's other ripples of like yeah but then but you altered it and so the you in the future wasn't you and so he never came back here it, i'm telling you i get lost right away i mean let's not forget that marty mcfly almost did it with his mom yeah so even when he comes back to the normal reality he can't a forget that his mom was really hot B, that his mom was really hot for him, above and beyond his father. Yeah, yeah. Uh, saw him in his underwear uh, and... Uh, Liked it. C- commented on him in his underwear and then tried to... And his mom was a hoe. So un- mm. try to un... For the time. You know, she was a little aggressive. She also, was. She was. Yeah, she was a Also, you tigress. have to ask yourself, like, so the guy was peeking through the window, fell out of the tree, was hit by her father, Right. And then he thought it was a good idea to take this boy inside with a head injury, let him sleep. Now, I know we know new things about brain injuries that we wouldn't let somebody sleep that was knocked unconscious after being Mm -hmm. hit by a car. Uh, But then puts this unconscious stranger in his teenage daughter's bed in his underwear. Or she disrobes him into his underwear. And then invites the guy down to eat. It doesn't say like, hey... 
could I do like a nystagmus test? Make sure, are you good? Are you feeling better? No, but he's just going to sit him there and, and serve him dinner. Test. So that's what I don't understand about Back to the Future. But as far as basic time travel, I do. You don't understand their behavior, but I you do, do understand the plot. I do understand the principles of Dude, the uh, space-time continuum maybe. and the flux capacitor. How come back in the or day? Or flux capacitor. How come back in the day the guys didn't have, like, she looked at Michael J. Fox in his underwear and was like, all right. Who would look at Michael J. Fox in his underwear today and be like, that's like, what girl? Because you got like Zach, somebody from High School Musical. They feel have like 12-pack abs and stuff now. Oh, Michael yeah. Michael J. Fox could never cut it. Although they had pornography back then, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the pornography that, that, that was available wasn't of dudes. So I don't think that women understood the variations in shape, sizes. So they, they were just like, oh, well, that that's, that's what... A penis is equal to all penises to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you see one dude in his underwear. It's like seeing any other dude in his underwear. Yeah, I guess. Uh, ignorance is bliss. <laughs> is it not? It is. 100% it is, yeah. That was episode 289 of the Hey My Man podcast. We'll see you next time. Later. I ain't got no money, but I don't give a damn. Cause when I get it, I spend it all. Yeah, I ain't got no Don't really give a fuck